Welcome, travelers. We're aware that your journey was difficult, but prepare to have your questions answered, for you have been granted an audience with the Masters of Modern. And welcome back to Masters of Modern. I am your host, Alex Kessler, here with my co-host, Ben Bateman. What's up, everybody? How's it going? We're here. We're ready to talk to you about MTG. That's Magic the Gathering. Yeah. I've had Don't to introduce call it MTG. It's like when we did top decking, <laughs> we like put that as a thing yeah. that people our characters said. Yeah. And like every time they said it, it was like, oh, that's not a thing people actually say. Like people that actually play magic are like gonna go hit up some MTG this weekend. They say magic. I have introduced daily content now on Anchor so many like hundreds of times now that I've like I like mess up intros on other things by just like defaulting sentences into, you know what I mean? Like this is the only place to hear about MTG daily. And it's just like, stop saying that same phrase over and over again. Cause if you teach yourself anyway, that's uh, why I do it differently every time. Yeah. You're exciting. After like, after like the first month of doing it four times, I got bored and you're, started messing with it. You're a living, breathing curveball. Um, so guys, we're here to talk magic. <laughs> this a is a this, reference. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> this is a podcast where we talk about the modern format and MTG, uh, magic, the gathering. That's what that is. And, uh, Alex and myself, we're going to talk to you today about cycles of iconic cards in modern. What that means is the best, basically the iconic one drop, two drop, and three drop in each color. We've had this conversation about two drops a lot, like the whole like dark confidant. Well, it's a classic conversation, and like it's you know we'll we'll point out when we can when it comes to magic as a whole because I think there's a different list for magic across the board, including legacy, Commander, right, or whatever, and looking specifically at magic. From the modern perspective, which yeah. is what this podcast is about. What's interesting about that, too, is that I think the further we get away from modern's inception, right? The further we get away and like the more cards that get printed, the more cards that get reprinted, the more it starts to really feel like we're not missing that much anymore. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it used to feel like modern was was like expansive, but still a little bit narrow, like when it had started. It's like, okay, there's all these older cards that are really cool. It's like more and more of those cards are getting reprinted. Or they're becoming like, sort of obsolete in the sense that it doesn't feel like this format doesn't include that many important cards. There's like not there's the classic, there's the power, and there's a few legacy cards that we don't have. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, it's just this is the most powerful stuff in Magic. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I mean, you know, there's cards that are banned. There's the Force of Wills and the Wastelands and the Brainstorms of the World. Right. Now that Jason Bloodbraid Belfer back, it, it does. It definitely does feel like the key cards of history that aren't available a lot of them aren't available anywhere uh, you know like the the delve cards are banned in all formats included restricted and vintage so right. like what are we really missing tops banned in every format you know there, there's there's really not a lot that other formats have access to now there are key cards um and that includes stuff like um just like format defining stuff you know i was literally talking about this morning uh, about how uh, I was trying to make that opulescence leyline deck work that, oh, from Legacy, sick. but yeah, the yeah. fact that we don't have you know Sarah Sanctum, which is just not a card that's that good in Legacy, right. but we we're missing have, that key piece. We also piece. don't have opalescence. We just we have Le- the other one. No, yeah. no, no, we have the new one, the Starfield. The f- the five, one. Yeah, Starfield's next, but it costs five versus four, which is a significant difference. Yeah, but if I had Leyline Sanctum, yeah, I'd be able to get into it. Modern's if you, if you had lower. Sarah Sanctum, you mean? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, for sure, one hundred percent. But anyway, yeah, I think it's really cool, and so that's this conversation will mostly include. Um, 
we'll pretty much be talking about modern. We'll dip into, I think, other formats briefly if there's like a point to it. But that's what today's episode is about. Before we get into the content, I want to remind everybody here, there's a couple shout outs. First one, if you want to follow along with us, you can find us on Twitter. I'm Ben Bateman Media. I am at Kess Wiley. You can find the podcast at the MMCast. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page, uh, both like of which both. get a tremendous amount of uh, interaction. There's a lot of really fun stuff in there. So check those out. Uh, and a big thing that's recently new is that Wizardry Foundry, who's a former sponsor of the show, actually hired me to keep 10 Minutes of Modern going. So I have, I'm doing 10 Minutes of Modern, but I'm doing it now as Facebook videos on Wizardry Foundry's Facebook page. So if you guys liked the daily content, but you hated dealing with Anchor, which I know people did, <laughs> and I still am on Anchor, by the way. It's a different thing I'll talk about later. Uh, go check out Wizardry Foundry. You can like get great products, but I'm doing daily content about Modern. I put up the thing this today about, is Mox Amber any good? Like, it's, it's fun. So if you want to go check it out, go to Wizardry Foundry and do that. And, and what I'm about to say is going to sound a little bit like a commercial because it's not because I have nothing to do with what you just talked about <laughs> as far as financial incentives. So I'm just saying this because I can. But they make the Grimoire box. Yeah. And uh, in our apartment, we have a, a guest room with a closet. And that closet is where I store my magic collection. And my fiance is regularly yelling at me because I have so much stuff because right. I'm a collector of things, mostly magic. Um and she thinks the fact that I have an entire closet designated myself that is not my clothing closet is ridiculous. And I've started calling it my library. And it's useful <laughs> because I keep some of these cards in Grimoire deck boxes, which look like big leather-bound books. Yeah. So it's like, look, books, library, done. Yeah. So if you want to call your magic connection, your li- collection, your library. Yeah. Grimoire, Wizardry Foundry. 10 and the, minutes of magic. And the last shout out of 10 minutes of modern is guys, we're going to be doing that same giveaway we did before where I had like a bunch of sweet foils to give away. I'm going to do it again. I'm doing it. If you go there, so stay tuned, uh, go check it out. I'll be talking about it on all the videos. It's going to be something simple like commenting and liking, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win like a foil Jace or a foil scalding tarn or whatever. I'll be doing that soon. So yeah. check it out. Anyway, let's talk about uh, what's going on with the episode today. Uh, so, uh, this all kind of started on Twitter cause I just started posting things. I got the app. There's an app, um, that is a part of Instagram, um, that allows you to kind of like combine multiple pictures into one picture. Okay, yeah, it's I saw like, that. It's not like Photoshop, but it like lets you do that. And I've been using it recently to just post fun things. And I was like, you know, I know the iconic two-drop cycle is a big thing, but I think there is a one-drop cycle. Let's and Before we, just because this is a sub, like a subject we've talked about a lot, yes. so let's like preface exactly what we mean in case you guys are listening and you're unclear. So historically, this conversation goes like this. In modern... What in magic? Yeah, and, and specifically in modern, because Stoneforge Mystic is not legal, we would always talk about the four the four that were clear, right? The four were Dark Confidant in black, uh, Stampcaster Mage in blue, Tarmogoyf in green, and what did I forget? And Young Pyromancer in red. Well, I mean, like, classically, to go farther back, the world of magic has been talking about this two-drop cycle forever, and it was always about, like, when are they going to print the red one? Because... You know, there wasn't a red one. There was a point in Legacy before Modern existed where yeah. literally every single deck in the format was pick two and go. And it was Tarmogoyf, Stoneforge Mystic, Snapcaster. Snapcaster Mage, and Dark Confidant. Yes. And, you know, when is the red one going to exist? And then they printed Young Pyromancer as a uncommon, which I think is the greatest mistake Wizards has it ever made. It just threw people off, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so forever the debate was, you know, is this the is this the fifth card? It, you know, it was almost powerful enough. It showed up in a ton of decks, but not really. It was never a format standard defining card like the other cards necessarily were. So it was this, in this weird position. Let's let's list some of the red cards that they've printed that we've been like, is that the card? Because like it feels like they tried it with Abbot of Carol Keep. Abbot of Carol Keep. Everyone was like, it's it. This is it. Didn't Get ready. Happen. 
recently Harsh Mentor that didn't work. Harsh Mentor everyone was hyped on. I think There's, the closest uh, is Idolon Great Revel. Except it just only sees play and burn. And it's it costs red red and it's like an enchantment creature. It just doesn't feel right. Right. Uh, if it cost red one, yeah. I would it would immediately be it to me though. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like the enchantment creature thing the other cards are weird. Like, there's two of them are, are uh, what's it called, cards? Um, cards made by uh, winners of the Invitational. Oh, yeah, 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 And sure. Tarmogoyf was a future site card with the weird border for, like, ten years. So, yeah. like, the fact that it's an enchantment creature almost makes it make sense to be one of those things. It's just it's not versatile enough. Yeah, so, they, like, so they, they'll try. They print the, because this is the people that play Magic, <laughs> spoiler, get hired to make Magic. So if you play a lot of Magic and you love the way the cards feel and look and, and like the... Then you get hired and you go and you're like, I want to make the red two drop that fits this cycle because it's missing. So, but, but like, a a lot of the cards on this list were probably mistakes. Snapcaster Mage should have been red. Tomagoyf shouldn't have had the plus one in its in its toughness. Right. Dark Confidant was probably undercosted. Um, Stoneforge Mystic shouldn't have been printed within a year of an equipment themed set. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So like. These are cards that, like, Wizards has gone on the record being like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and so it's hard for them to purposely print a red two-drop that breaks modern or breaks standard just for the sake of completing this cycle that isn't a real thing. For sure. And I think, you know, now it's been enough time that when you have the right cards legal, uh, when they don't ban the cards out from under us, Young Pyromancer functions as the red two drop that creates right. card advantage. So, like, we've seen it now in the finals of a Pro Tour recently. Mm-hmm. You know, if like they had to ban Gitaxian Probe, they had to ban Treasure Cruise, they've had to get rid of cards to make this card less good. Mm-hmm. It's not the reason they banned them, but if you don't ban those cards, this card is just like a shoe in staple in top top right. decks yeah, it, all the it's time. It's kind of like it's like the, the, the redheaded stepchild, and the, the pun there being it's a red card. Yeah, that's good. That's funny. <laughs> and. Because just like it's always in decks that like end up you know getting cards banned out from under them just because it's in a the more spells that matter yeah the better are right. decks that often get hated out by by wizards and but I think it's time to submit it I think it's pro tour finish for me is what kind of locked it into there for me yeah and, for sure and that pro tour deck it was in is so different than the other decks it's ever been in because classically it's in blue red X decks where yep. you're casting cantrips and you get one ones off of those cantrips and it's good. Mardu was so different from that game plan, and it's and it's more of a token strategy that it finally, to me, cemented itself as you know what this works in multiple different strategies, and it's just the best card in those decks. Unlike Eidolon, which only works in burn decks. Yeah, and also I think like the the, the really interesting thing about that is that it takes advantage of the Mardu deck. I mean, takes advantage of like weird other ways to get to get the version of the blue red effect. So like for instance, like collective brutality having effectively like multiple spells packed into one spell means that like kind you, of a cantrip. and because you're playing with flashback spells you're getting that same sort of so like it, it's it's and sort I've, of i've always thought that young pyromancer and lingering souls together makes just makes sense like smuggler's it, copter <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i think i think it's it's it definitely has cemented itself in there so so that's that's the five iconics of magic so it's it the the original two drop iconic spells are Stoneforge Mystic, Young Pyromancer, Dark Confidant, Tarmogoyf, and Snapcaster Mage. 
Yeah. And, and it's, I think when we say the Iconics, what we mean is like, you get the most bang for your buck in powered formats with two drop creatures. It's and, like, and they're very representative of those colors. Yeah. Totally. Like, you know, it, it, red cares about spells and damage. Snapcast, you know, blue cares about instant speed and, and outsmarting their opponents. And, yeah. Reactivity. But, you know, black cares about gaining more advantage through pain. Yeah. You know, white is about making its smaller creatures more powerful. And, um, I missed a color. Green is, Green is just about beef. <laughs> yeah, Sick. good slice of beef. So um, yeah, that's so that's today's conversation. So we're gonna we're gonna we've already kind of introduced where the conversation has been in the past. But the reason we decided to do this today is because I'm argumentative on Twitter. Yes, that's true. But also, <laughs> but also because you brought something to my attention that I really hadn't thought about in the context of, because it's because it's a little bit of a weird thing. To, like yeah. I think yeah, but it's true, and it's that white actually has a modern legal two drop that fits the cycle now. Yeah, so so because Stoneforge Mystic is banned and our, hopefully it gets unbanned one day. I mean, I feel like the fact that Jace has been so consistently underpowered makes me reevaluate every card on the ban list even harder than I did before. But because it's not there, you know, if we wanted to focus on modern, four of these cards are legal and one isn't. Right. And the, today's episode is going to be about listing specifically the modern legal ones. And if Stoneforge Mystic isn't legal, what is the white two drop? And I think it's pretty clear what it is. It is Thalia, Garden of Thraben. And this is so interesting, right? Because, like, it's a legendary creature, but it's a two-drop legendary. And, like, I think the idea that you'd want to play a deck, like, people did it, but the idea that you would play a deck with three or four copies of this in the main deck, and that would just be, like, the right move, like, Mm -hmm. just a tier one strategy, was always a little bit like, you don't want two of these in your opening hand. So, And it's annoying to have two of these in your opening hand. And so people would play with one or two in Hate Bears decks. And the humans deck has they they've been playing four or three for well, and, a long time. And Hate Bears has played four for a long time as well. Because the, the, there's two things. It, it had a little bit of the um, the uh, Vendillion click effect, right? Where it's a two one, so it's relatively fragile. Right. It's a two one first strike, so but like it's still like a relatively fragile card, and so the chances of it dying and it's a must kill for decks that are trying to kill creatures. Right. Having a second one immediately to follow that up just makes people's lives that much harder. Here's a question uh, for you: Do you think that if Thalia cost or do you think that if Thalia didn't have first strike, how much worse on a percentage scale do you think she is? Uh, 10%. 10%. Yeah, but still, but she's still is. like very good, just not like the kind of insane level. Yeah, maybe it's 20%. Like I, it, it, I think she becomes more format dependent. Like how sure. many one drop one ones are seeing play that are really relevant. Like the what point if she, is she's like really good against Lingering Souls. What if she regardless. wasn't legendary, didn't have first strike? Uh, she would be much better. Got it, okay. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Your, all of your opponent's spells cost two more to cast. Yeah, and you get two two ones. Is, yeah, who cares about first strike at that point? <laughs> yeah, uh, you're not casting spells ever again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and and when we you know when we talked about before, you know we want these cards to be representative of those colors. And Thalia protects your creatures, supports creatures in a strong way, which is a very white effect. And it's just a two one first strike, which is one of the most white things I've ever heard of. Um, so you know, I definitely think that she is the the new white two drop, uh, yeah. and it's in a good place. I think that's really exciting. She's also like you know the, the other half of this conversation, is that, and that's why like young pyromancer are not being read annoys me is they should have some expense behind them. And Thalia now being at thirty dollars kind of brings it to it's that like 50, level. It's just down to fifteen bucks now. Okay, because okay. of the reprint. Oh right, it just yeah, got yeah, reprinted. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was um, it was up to thirty for a while. And so I, I think yeah, and it's just an iconic card. People really regu- you know relate to it. Yeah. Um, that's two drops. And then after having this conversation about two drops, we were like, what about the other converted mana costs? And technically, I started at one drops. I thought, you know, there's been this two drop conversation for a long time. 
And there wasn't really a one-drop one, but I, very recently... And it, well, just before we move on from two-drops, sure. I think like that's pretty clear at this point. None of the other... So, so Snapcaster Mage, Tarmogoyf, Dark Confidant, I think even though Tarmogoyf is down right now, those are clearly still the three for their colors, right? Yeah. No question. Yeah. So Stoneforge Mystic, if it came back, we'd have to figure out what's the one, like what would people do with it? I think it would probably replace Thalia, but I'm not sure. Thalia is really, really good mm-hmm. right now. And in red, I think we both pretty much wholeheartedly agree Young Pyro is the card. Yeah, I, I, think, I think Thalia would fall off because the one thing that I do also think that these cards should have, and Thalia puts a little bit wrench of this definition to me, is the ability of pick two, deck is built. Right. And like, you know, if Stoneforge Mystic hit here, you could be like, okay, Tarmogoyf is Stoneforge Mystic, that's a deck. Stoneforge Mystic and Snapcaster Mage, that's a deck. Stoneforge Mystic and Bob, that's a deck. Like, all of these are different actual that's decks that you just can combine in any direction. Thalia does not work with Young Pyromancer or Snapcaster Mage. They're just cards that do True. not go together. <laughs> that's interesting. So, I, yeah, that's, there's a tension there between those. So, that doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't work. That's a very specific definition that isn't necessary for what we're talking about. But right. it is something that, if Stoneforge Mystic was back, I would say is more true than it is now. Um so we're going to talk about now the one drop cycle. And before we do, I want to remind everybody who's listening, we have a Patreon and a bunch of you guys donate to it, which is really nice of you. Uh, you are listening to us on a Zoom. That's a product that you record audio on. We bought it because you guys gave us Patreon money. That's how we did it. Mm-hmm. Um, the mics you're hearing, we bought these. That's We need your help to keep the show going. We basically don't advertise. We don't monetize for the most part, aside from like like a little bit here and there. So if you guys want to help us out, Patreon is the best way to do it. It's that's the way to keep this content coming. We really appreciate you guys that are doing it. Patreon.com slash the MMcast. That's what I wanted to say. Right. Um, one drop. One other thing. Uh, we have a sister podcast. They're uh, the Command Zone. Yeah. They have a show called Game Nights. Mm. Uh, we may know a person who has a good time there, and I recommend watching it. If it's on YouTube, they have lots of views. It's very exciting. Um, and I was on an episode a long time ago. And yeah. You should check that one out specifically because I wrecked face. Yeah, you were good. I, I don't play Commander, so I, <laughs> this, is my, this is my subtle plug, guys. Uh, I'll learn it, okay? Just bring me on the show. Come on. Uh, one day. One, one day, day, Ben. Someday. I'll build my, I'll build my SIG deck. You, you, played, you, played a, you, you were in their video. Uh, uh, the, like, the Comic-Con best, one. The best, Not Comic-Con. Uh, uh, the GP Vegas one. And then I was in their 200th episode. That's what I'm saying. You were in the 200th episode because you yeah. made a commander deck for GP Vegas and yeah. played against them and, and had a great time. I have, I've, I've continued to work on my SIG deck. I'm, I actually have the file on my phone. I go back to it frequently. I'm Everyone make... tweet at Ben SIG River Cutthroat deck ideas for commander. Yeah, it's, I've got a sick idea for a deck. I've got okay. some really cool, really right. cool stuff. All so, right. one drops. <laughs> yeah, let's All five. Get ready. Get hyped. Uh, there is so so for some of these uh, before we get too into it there the reason we stopped is because for two drops and three drops there is an artifact uh, iconic card there is not one for one drops it doesn't exist there's no good one drop creature chronomaton anyone (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the best is signal pest and I don't think that counts (laughs) yeah or or like two has ravager I think ravager is by far the best two drop what about my boy hex parasite uh, no, uh, I also think uh, your boy uh, Spellskite could have been the two drop one. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Uh, God, how the money three fall. drop three drop has uh, the the guy the guy that gets protection from all colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's champion. It's champion. They're just all they're just all affinity cards. Um, unsurprisingly, well, Spellskite's not. But yeah, so but we're not doing those because it's weird and complicated yep. and who knows and and one drops definitely don't have one. Uh, it's not Bomat Courier. I'll let you know. <laughs> I love Bomat Courier. Uh, but. 
five drops. Now, this is the, the there's two. Every set has one, and and there's two of these things. The first one is every set has a questionable one, okay. and every set has an uncommon one. Of these, when we go through these, it'll be true all the way through. Two drops just happens to be the same one. Young Pyromancer is both the questionable one and the uncommon one. In one drops, that's not true. So we have the obvious three. Noble Hierarch for green. Yep. Goblin Guide for red. Death Shadows for black. I think that's fair. When we discuss, there's not one person who's come up with something better. So that's your three. And you're saying that white is the debatable... Uh, we, you know, the power level of this card is questionable, and blue is the uncommon. Got but it. Blue is Delver of Secrets. Yes, and I, I don't think a single person can. Phantasmal Baron. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I don't think there's. Yeah, I think. I think. I think of these four: Noble Hierarch, Goblin Guide, and Delver of Secrets are the same for both formats. I think for all of Magic history, and for also this format of modern. Yep. They're the iconic one drop. Totally. Death Shadow, I believe, is in both. I don't know what other one drop black creature in Legacy might replace Death Shadow. Yeah, I mean, I think... I don't know. If, like, like I know Dark, uh, uh, Death Red Shaman doesn't count. It's a gold card. Yeah, it's fair, because I would 100% <laughs> be the card. Uh, yeah, there's no, there's no other black one drop that's like... In Legacy. So I think, like... I'm safe to say until the internet yells at me that Death Shadow is just it for both versions of the cycle, but definitely easy for modern. It's yeah. been a format defining staple powerhouse. One drop black creature for at least two years now, and yep. there's no other second place. There's not like a better one drop. But right. Like Viscerous Seer is the only thing I can think of beyond that, and no. <laughs> um, and white. In the five, in the all time category, white is Mother of Runes. Yes. That's that's fair. So it's, and we've talked about that card in modern. Like, should they put it into modern? No. Yeah, it's a really <laughs> powerful card. It's really good. Um, and so when you look at the whole all of magic, that makes sense. When you bring it to creatures and modern, you got it's a harder harder pick. I have champion of the parish. Uh, for those who don't know, it's a one white human. Whenever a human enters the battlefield, it gets plus one plus one. Uh, that's like such. That just doesn't feel like. Real. It's, it's in humans, which is the best deck in modern right now. It's, I mean, it's good. It was in so, like it's been in decks forever as just like the most powerful one drop white creature. Like I can't think of a better option. As Ben looks through his phone, children for a better, of Corliss, maybe I don't know. Like the you know, uh, pro, you know, martyr of sands or whatever. Yeah, and like yeah. The, the different soul sisters cards are all one drops, but I don't think that works. Uh, no, you know they're. A, they're relatively interchangeable. B, they're only in one deck ever. Versus Champion of the Parish, which is in Soul Sisters and Humans. I mean, and yeah, you're talking. You're, you're talking like so. You already mentioned like Step Links, right? That's like yeah, the, that's, and that card's just bad. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think I, I don't think this is like that crazy. It's it's funny because you'd think you'd think there'd be a chance that there would be something else where you'd be like, oh, that's maybe the one, but really, it just. Like, I, there's nothing better like, and, and this and this I mean, is kind of like the young pyromancer thing where I'm waiting for them to print a more iconic one drop white creature Kithion was one that people brought yeah, up but he hasn't fine. really done anything yeah uh, like Champion of the Parish is just one multiple GPs <laughs> yeah I Kithion mean, it's, hasn't <laughs> it's a real card I mean Sarah Ascendant in Soul Sisters but I would say Champion of the Parish is in that those same decks yeah, and does a totally. better job in other decks like yeah, step the, you know just yeah. interchangeability matters. Like right. what I would say um uh, uh Leonid Arbiter is a better card than um 
Thalia in the the Hate Bears decks or the the, yeah. the Death and Taxes decks, but Thalia is in seven different decks yep. versus that which is in one deck. So I would say all of the Soul Sisters kind of fall into that same category. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so those are the one drops. So it's Noble Hierarch, Goblin Guide to Death Shadow, Champion of the Parish, and Delver of Secrets. Yeah, it's an easier list to make because they don't. It's harder for them to push one drops. Mm-hmm. It's easier for them to take chances. Like we talked about all the red two drops. They've tried. They've tried. Mm-hmm. Like a card like Harsh Mentor. There's a good argument when you look at that card on paper where you're like this could be really good like you're like okay and so if you're designing that card it's like i can understand the logic there one it's really hard to make a one drop competitive like you don't want to miss you basically don't want to make death right shaman (laughs) it's like it's effectively what you're dealing with like when you miss on when you miss on a two drop it becomes like a staple card when you miss on a one drop it becomes a card that has to be banned in like every format because it's just the power curve you Deathrite Shaman is is an unfair, inherently unfair magic card. Yep. You shouldn't have ever made it. Cough ban in, in Legacy. Cough. It's probably going to get banned in Legacy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I coughed. I, yeah. I just had a bad cough. Yeah. That okay. was a really lazy version of that joke. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, what's funny is that one of these cards is in the top most played cards in modern history, period. And that's Noble Hierarch. I mean, it, if, you look so at, if you look at, like, I literally look at the top 10 most played cards in the format every single week for the last three years running because it is part of being us on this podcast. Yeah. And the amount of time that the top five most played cards in modern are Thoughtseize and or Inquisition of Kozilek, uh, Serum Visions, Lightning Bolt, uh, Fatal Push, and Noble Hierarch. And Noble Hierarch is just like all the time. Yeah, well, it's funny and now. Like, it's like there's like one of each color always. Do you think it's funny that for the longest time, when we talked about the iconic one drop spell, uh, we would put we would just be like, it's just noble hierarch. Like ancient stirrings has now become so good, it's actually just like on the level. Yeah, in I green. think that's true. It took time, but it's like now actually just on the level. Yeah, I think green. Ha- like we're, we didn't mean <laughs> to have the iconic spell version of this conversation, no. but I think I think it would be Thoughtseize, ancient stirrings, serum visions, lightning bolt, path to exile. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Oh. Well, now actually, does decay? Does it or does um, fatal push see more play than Thoughtseize? No, it doesn't. And it's not. I would say it's not as format defining. Defining like Thoughtseize is the force of will of modern. Yeah, that's fair. It just is. <laughs> um, like, and especially now that Lightning Bolt is coming back, where Fatal Push is falling down because of the the Bloodbraid Elf interaction. Right. Like Lightning Bolt, it kills Bloodbraid Elf, but also when you cascade off of a lightning bolt it's always good versus fatal push which is only good when yeah you, you have, have to have the your opponent needs to have a creature yep um so, right, so that's one drops do you one have drops. any other other comments on one drops no i think that's pretty much it all um, right any just, shout outs we want to do before yes, we get to three drops quick shout outs before we get to three drops i wanted to give a couple quick shout outs on uh the itunes ratings and reviews because you guys have been awesome about giving us great ratings and reviews so uh jace kent back in february great modern knowledge is on the menu of this podcast uh dragon mage 28 the modern format is such a diverse format and these guys are great at breaking down the decks that are performing well and discussing exactly what makes them so strong love all the guests they bring on too thanks guys keep giving us ratings and reviews on itunes we'll give you shout outs on here that's uh, it's a way for this show to keep spreading, and we appreciate that. And also, Alex founded a game company, a game and toy company. It's did. called Kesco. Uh, I also work for the company, so this is a shameless plug for the company. But there's a game called Super Party Battle. It's available now. It's like King's Cup meets Magic. Go check it out. You'll love it. Um, that's what I wanted to talk about. Let's talk about three drops, the three drop cycle. All right. So, this is a lot more contentious, mm. just in general. Um, I have there's 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 really one that is just one one hundred percent the card. Okay, it's blue. 
Blue has a three drop, and it's Vendillion Click. Yes. Clearly. Yeah, just... just No question. And, and the, the, the slight issue with that is it's the one... Once we get to the three mana spell slot, it's you know we we talked about in red the problem one of the problems we have with uh, I don't know the great rebel in two drops is that it's red red versus red colorless sure but in three drops it's much harder to keep a consistent converted mana cost across these spells right. in my list I have two two mana of the color one colorless and I have three one mana of a color and two colorless so before we before you start revealing this is what I think I want to do because you guys are listening and you're probably thinking to yourself you had the two drop conversation you've probably considered the one drop conversation but you haven't thought about threes I'm in the same boat Alex prepared this part of the list without showing it to me so V-Click I guess that's you're, an easy guess we both access to the Twitter thing I posted this online like a week ago yeah but you your like Twitter interaction is such a barrage of like just crazy you're so argumentative that sometimes like if you get a Twitter thing going I just can't even read through it it's too much sure. it's too much sure. so I'm gonna try to guess right now okay. and and just this will just be gut feeling guesses like okay. these aren't educated All right uh, so V-Click this isn't scripted yeah I'd go green but what's so, so to give you some clues there's one not rare because that's the rule. Okay. And, I, yeah. Well, so my guess in green would be Eternal Witness. That's just that that feels like the green card. I could see like somebody saying Corsair maybe or like Tireless Tracker, but those don't feel like there is like Eternal Witness is like a forever magic card. Mm-hmm. So that would be my guess in green. Black. I know it's it has to. Do be. You want me to tell you as you're guessing per color, or do you want to wait till the no, end? No, I think no, we should I'll, tell you per color. I'll, I'll wait till the end. Yeah, I just this is just then, then I'm like listing off things that you didn't remember. This will just be that's fine. Okay. This is the point of this is me guessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, black, I know it's, we're supposed to have a creature in black, but I think I'm just going to say screw that and say it's Liliana no, of the Veil. You can't screw that. It has yeah, to be a that, creature. Hey, that's my guess is Liliana of the Veil. Well, it's bad black, guess. Three drops. Uh, there's no, like, yeah, that that would be what I would say. Uh, then in red. There's ugh, even a black Liliana creature. You can a, just go with a that A red one. three drop, I guess, would be Magus of the Moon probably is the best red three drop I can think of. And then in white, a three drop would be like Mirren Crusader or something. Maybe. That, those would be like my just a gut feeling guesses. Okay, so blue is Vendillion Click. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I had to pick rares for everything, and I can only have one on common. That was the rule I set for this. Was I right challenge. that Eternal Witness is the uh, No, I put okay. Tyler's Tracker. Interesting. Um, I think Eternal Witness is, is maybe easy to argue there, and if we want to get be not sticklers about this uncommon situation, yeah. you're probably right. But black doesn't have a good option at rare. Sure. Um, White, Mirror, and Crusader, you're totally right. Really? Yeah, that was my pick. That's funny. I like. I looked through it. There's not really a better one. Like, huh. if you wanted to do the Planeswalker thing, I think uh, Gideon is a better choice. Sure. Yeah. Um, and if we were three drop permanent, was the conversation? I yeah. think both like Planeswalkers sidle into a lot of these slots better it's, than creatures I think do. it feels like it, the funny thing is like I know that it's supposed to be creatures but the only reason I make the argument for Liliana is it feels so overwhelmingly like it's the three drop permanent that you are playing if you're playing black that it's just like not even close one like lingering souls should probably be the three drop for white if yeah. you really want to have a conversation about it but these have to be creatures so that's cheating so yeah. I picked Stinkweed Imp instead of Liliana the what you're cr- <laughs> that's such an Alex Kessler I can't even believe Stinkweed Imp get out of here what I mean what other black creatures Messenger? No, I don't know. That card doesn't see play in anything. Stinkweed Imp? Yeah, it's Give in, me a it break. It more play than Cheroff's Messenger. That's ridiculous. This is, I mean, like, it, it, it is more of a conversation of there aren't better options, not necessarily that... It's more of a conversation of what does Alex Kessler like to play in Magic, and Stinkweed well, Imp's on the list. Dredge is a real card. Dredge is a real deck, is, and it is the best Dredger in Modern. 
It's and has been other than a year period where what's his face was unbanned. That's an absurd choice. That's it's an absolutely ridiculous choice. I can't think of a better one. I mean, I'll think about it. But you have a phone with decked on it. All right. I'll uh, so red. Um, I picked. We have we have you know, there's. Magus the Moon was obviously an option. I, it just doesn't see play in most decks, and Blood Moon is so much better. And me now saying this means that we should probably actually give our five iconic red permanent or five permanent conversation. Countryside but, Crusher, maybe uh, Goblin Rabble Master. Uh, okay, that's that's like actually like a pretty good, pretty fair. Yeah, like it, when you limit it to creatures, most of these are these see play. They are the most played creatures of these color combinations, and they're maybe not the best of those that. Of a permanent in those colors, but they are by far the most played creatures of those colors. Rabblemaster is going to maybe get a bump. We're seeing we're seeing goblin support in Dominaria, um, yeah. and uh, war leader. We saw war chief, yeah. War chief. war chief is getting a reprint. Yep. So, and can we just get like goblin matron or one of, like the really unfair, disgusting, broken ones? <laughs> no, that's just a tutors for a goblin. Like, oh, how good yeah, yeah. is tutoring for a goblin uh, in modern? I, would, I was thinking, um, not. I was You're thinking, thinking of recruiter, recruiter, yeah, the two drop. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it's a two drop. The goblin. one that search for the look to the top X cards and gets you goblins. No, no, no. That's um, that's Ring a different leader. card. That's Ringleader. Yeah, Recruiter uh, is the uh, two drop from Visions. Stack your deck. Yeah. with goblins. That will. <laughs> that's banned in Legacy. Yeah, it's very good. Because well, it's not even very good. It's just it's like top. It makes tournaments awful because you can just like I'm going to take 20 minutes to yeah. put the exact order of goblins on the top of my deck. And like Lackey. I mean, there's there's goblin cards that we're not going to get. Like, yeah, I don't think we'll ever get Lackey. I think I think Goblin Matron is one that like they could think about. It's just a three drop, about. right? It's just a three drop. It's a three drop that tutors for. We have the black one that puts it on top of your deck. Yeah, like maybe that's good enough. But we'll, 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 you know, if goblins is a thing more than a rack, right. and we'll 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 figure that out later. But we'll get there. Uh, goblin Round Master, really sweet. Does a lot of damage. Was like. The Bloodbraid Elf analogous card in Junt yep. until Bloodbraid Elf got printed for a long time. Um, I think it'll just see play regularly. Um, but yeah, you know, that's, that's, and then S Champion for the artifact one. That's like a totally fair three drop. Yeah. yeah so, um, but do you want to, do you want to do our iconic three permanent, three drop permanent? Well, okay. Game? Yeah, I do. Cause like, it's interesting, right? Like it, like I said, if we're going to do that, then it's just like obvious that black is Liliana and it's obvious that red is Blood Moon, right? Yep. Not yeah. even. It's like, not even a conversation. I would say Vanilla Click is definitively blue. You know, the blue one. I think Blood Moon is definitely the red one. Liliana the Veil is definitely the black one. Uh, I think Green could still be Tireless Tracker. I think it could still be. I think in the long run it'll be Tireless Tracker. I think for now, if you want to make an Eternal Witness, right, fine. Um, but I, I, I think we're going to see Tireless Tracker see a lot more play over the next X amount of time. It's, it's a really a, good it's card. It's a key drop in Ponza decks. It's a key drop in Jun decks. Like it's seen play in multiple deck styles. Where Eat Witness really isn't anymore. Um, and then white is on Green Souls. Yeah. It just is the best white three drop. Um, it's, it's in the argument for best 20 modern cards of all time. It's <laughs> also not a white card necessarily. It is a white card, but it's not a white card. We've had this conversation so before. So the Gideon of the Trials? Ugh. I mean, that doesn't seem like an actual... That seems a lot of play. Gideon of the Trials? Yeah. I mean, a little bit. Not Not on the level of Blood Moon or like... And in, in green, by the way, like I would say, it's seen as much play as Vidillion Click has since it was printed. Really, Gideon the Trials yeah. three drop Gideon Planeswalker? Uh-huh. Huh? I guess I just don't pay attention to that card because you don't like blue white decks, Ben. <laughs> I hate blue white decks. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have burn. Uh, them. I pay attention because that's all what I live for. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I want to do blue white 
stop your opponent from doing things, or I want to do green, black, do stuff with my graveyard things. Those are the only two things I want to do in Magic. I know, and I want to do things that involve mere superior. So there's the, so there you have it. You like casting one and two drops, and then only casting spells for the rest of the game. Yes, and I like I like doing that, and I also like cheating things into play that are not like emeralds. I like cheating things into play that are like clever cards. That are like two fours. <laughs> I love, yeah, or like if you hunted, could play a free two four, would you play it? A free two four, yeah. Like I can just play it on turn one for yeah. zero. Yeah, who wouldn't? Uh, you would have to jump through a hoop. What would the hoop be? Uh, Start the game with six cards. It would be a big enough of a hoop that your game plan is uh, inhibited in a way. You had to build your deck specifically to be able to make it happen. I do that already. That's <laughs> a thing I do. So, <laughs> yes. what about a two one? A free two one. A, a free two one. I mean, now you're just talking about things that I've tried. Would you play a free 2-1 that you had to reveal your hand and you have to have no lands in your hand? Oh, my God. Like You're saying, like, land grant the 2-1? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it. I'd find a way. That sounds so sick. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, that's that's the iconics of each converted mana cost up till 4. We didn't do 4 because if 3 is hard, 4 gets way more difficult. I don't yeah. even know. Kalidus? No, we can't even. The four drop <laughs> conversation is just not a conversation. Hellrider? Yeah, the, there's like a couple, but like it's just there's just not enough prominent. Is there a four drop glue creature? Like that's that's play. play in modern. Uh, yeah, uh, it'd be Sower of Temptation, I think. Is it a f- yeah, okay. yeah, that's probably the. I mean, I think that's the yeah. card that. Uh, speaking of Sower of Temptation, the new wizard card that enters. Oh, I know. Doubles into the it's battlefield. Such a, that's such a sick that effect. That into Sower of Temptation is maybe the yeah, best. Yeah, no, probably actually the four drop that's seen the most play is Master of Waves. That's that's probably. Oh yeah, no, that's it. That, yeah. There you go. You found yeah. it. You figured it out. Yeah, uh, <laughs> crack the code. So um, cool. All so right. That's today's episode. Actually, I know we got two more colors. Oh, what's a four drop white spell? And Hellrider doesn't count. Okay, we should stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think. I mean, I think there probably are cards that have seen play in each color, or at least in red, it would be a planeswalker. It would probably no, it can't be, be planeswalker. No planeswalker. Yeah, then let's move on from this conversation. <laughs> the three drop version of this already got no, convoluted. There's not a red creature. Is there really not a four drop red creature that's like? Significant in any way? Probably there is. I mean, it, if, if there is, though, it's like not something that sees. It would have seen play in Jund, and Jund doesn't play any of those. It plays play, Chandra. The four mana Chandra is the one. Like a Ponza deck, or like, which doesn't count. Yeah, I think it's Planeswalkers, pretty much. Yeah, uh, white creatures, it's like a goblin, or like a the what's the what's the you get two two one tokens. I've like gotten. I've lost that card in modern. The three four that makes two two ones and then battle cries every time it attacks. Oh, oh hero of Oxid Ridge. Yeah, I really? lost that card. It's so sweet. So no, no, actually... not Oxid. Yeah, you're it's talking hero about the white. Oh, Bladehold. hero of Bladehold, the white yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then hero of Oxid Ridge is the red version of yeah, it. Yeah, but the red one's not good. Yeah, yeah. Bladehold's a great card. I'd rather play Hellrider than that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For and sure. I'm not playing Hellrider. No, it's a three three. You said it, it on the, the podcast already that you were going to play Hellrider. So, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> tweet Alex play Hellrider. Uh, all right, so those are the four drops. I think that's it for this week's episode. Yeah, I think that's pretty much the conversation we wanted to have. You guys are going to hear this today, uh, and because this will come out today, and then you're going to hear an episode really early next week. So these are both going to be a little shorter because we're recording them back to back because we have a preview card. We're going to yes, be getting so you our preview card next week is coming out on the ninth. The ninth. So and make sure to pay attention to the ninth. It hasn't been spoiled yet, which is really exciting. Yeah, so we have a new one. It wasn't in the preview thing. Uh, uh, Blake. Rice Musin is the guy who kind of handles the whole preview season yeah. uh, planning. Was really nice to everyone, and 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 you know emailed everyone basically being like, hey, you know, there's 
this this leak happened. But we've had a lot of you guys write us being like, we want the even though this happened, this card is awesome. Right. I want to preview That's this card. That's the card still. we want. Yeah, and which is awesome with the Magic community at large. You know that they they were like really supportive of this. And this season is amazing. I, like I, I earlier today, I tweeted basically like. So Richard Garfield many. has worked on, uh, I think it's a total of 14 sets, and of those, thir- three of them aren't really sets. It's like yeah, yeah, Battle yeah. Dick 22,000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, and almost all of them are considered the most iconic sets of all time. Like, yeah. It's like Tempest and, and Innistrad. Alpha, obviously, but Innistrad. Yeah. Ravnica won. Yeah. Now Dominaria. And like this set is hype. It looks it, like super Every card sick. that I see, like the art is cool or... The story behind it is cool. Yeah. I'm just like so excited for for this set. And, Super and hyped. So yeah. our preview episode, we'll be talking about it. But Blake, basically, you know, we 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 message him, base, you know, being like, you know, we're a podcast. So the information that was previewed accidentally or leaked is the exact information that we're really able to provide to our you guys. Yeah. We're not showing you a physical picture, so the art's not going to be there. Yep. And he found a really sick. Uh, card that wasn't previewed, so we'll be able to yeah. share it with you guys. You guys are all going to be really excited. It's going to be um, yeah, it's going to be sweet. So stay tuned. You guys will hear that in just a couple days. Um, otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, this is the Masters of Modern Podcast. I'm Ben Bateman. You can find me at Ben Bateman Media on Twitter. I'm at Kess Wiley, and you can probably use those pretty much on any social media. Yeah, Instagram. Uh, I recently changed my cover photo on Twitter to Kess the Magic Card and sweet. Wiley Coyote the Looney Tunes character. That's funny because that's my uh, name. <laughs> So thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, as we said, check out... Uh, All oh, the things. You know what? The last thing I didn't mention, I alluded to it earlier. Uh, I do a show called Nerds and Suits Movies on Anchor. It's actually available on all podcast formats now. So it's on iTunes. It's on Alexa, You know, Google Play, Amazon, um, SoundCloud, anywhere you can find it. Just look up Nerds and Suits Movies. I give you news all through the week, and then I'm screening everything early now. So I review the movies throughout the week. He gets to go to every movie a week early, which yeah. is terrible for me. Every friend that I've ever had yeah. that like, I like going to see movies with yeah. has now started working in movies to the yeah. point where they get to see screenings. So now... I don't have anyone to see movies with. I know. It's a, it's, a, it's a sweet thing, but it's also like when I think about going to the movies this weekend, I'm like, I don't, I've don't. i seen everything. Yeah. I'm not going to pay to go see yeah. Chappaquiddick a second time. Like, get out of here. Um, anyway. Hey, movie Pass. Yeah. I see. It's funny. I actually have Movie Pass. And it's just not useful anymore. I use it every once in a while. Okay. Like, if I miss a movie, mm-hmm. it happens. So Anyway, that's it. Uh, Nerds and Suits, check it out, guys, if you want to support what I'm doing. It's also, I started a Twitter for it, at Nerds and Suits. Um, yeah, that's, that's what's going on. All right. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy your day. We'll talk to you next week. Yep. Bye, guys. On the ninth. Thank you for your attention. For further inquiries, send an email to the MMCast at rocketjump.com. See you later, alligator.